Hello, this is Ken, your podcast preacher, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Listen. See that? I can't hear and you can't see. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode three of four. Our next word is called blind, John 9. Now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Now, I'm not going to pretend that I have a full revelation of each section I discuss, but I will only express what I am getting. Don't let my limitations shortchange your opportunity to get more than I. It is interesting that they associated blindness with sin, even generational sin. Numbers 14, 18. Now, but so watch what Jesus says in the next verse. Verse 3, Jesus answered, Neither did this man nor his parents sin, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. I must work the works of him who sent me, while it is day. For night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Okay, so he isn't saying that they were perfect or that they had never sinned, but that the man's blindness wasn't sin-related. It also revealed that, at least in this case, The man was born with the purpose of God written all over him. He was blind so God could heal him. What are you so that God can express himself and his glory through your situation? Verse 6. When he had said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with clay. And he said to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. So we see something I never saw as I was taught, that you anointed people with oil, not with dirt. I guess Jesus missed the class. (laughs) But what is really fascinating in this verse, but what is really fascinating in this verse, as it is not a model for how Jesus healed all of the time, but in this verse, it is interesting that he used the product of mankind to restore mankind. Can you see God saying in his mind, hmm, So let me get some of what this man is already made up of and add it back to his blemish so that he can be made whole. He used clay to restore vision to the clay. I am glad that Jesus did not spit in a man's face and shout, See me, man? It would have been all but impossible for us to attend a prayer line these days. And all I can hear it now. That man spit in my face and I didn't get healed. He must be a false spitter. (laughs) I had to go there. But here we see that the man came back seeing. I believe this is talking about being born again as well as physically seeing. Verse 8. Therefore the neighbors and those who previously had seen that he was blind said, Is not this he who sat and begged? Some said, This is he. Others said, He is like him. He said, I am he. I don't know, but there's a lot of he's going on here. When miracle signs and wonders happen, then you can expect some confusion, which is why preaching the gospel alone with doing these things works best. I mean, you don't want to raise someone from the dead and leave it to that man to explain how or why it happened. I have seen zombie movies, and it doesn't end well for those who come back. (laughs) Therefore they said to him in verse 10, How were your eyes opened? He answered and said, A man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said to me, Go to the pool of Shalom and wash. So I went and washed, and I received sight. 
Then they said to him, Where is he? He said, I don't know. They brought him who formerly was blind to the Pharisees. Now it was a Sabbath when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. Then the Pharisees also asked him again how he had received his sight. He said to them, He put clay on my eyes, and I washed, and I see. Notice how each successive testimony is getting shorter and shorter, at least when the man can tell that they are in disbelief. Maybe it's just his patience as well. Verse 16, Therefore some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, because he does not keep the Sabbath. This is how silly religion is. A miracle has happened, and the best that they can come up with is to try to explain it away by saying he is not from God because he healed a man on the Sabbath. Who told them he was from God? Are we not all from God? I am sorry to say, but ridiculous things like this are believed by the spiritually deaf, dumb, and mute. Well, I guess not mute enough. Others said, How can a man who is a sinner do such signs? And there was a division among them. Again, this is a unique way of identifying a sinner, especially since we are all sinners, except the one who performed the miracle. We have some people who still believe that being sinless is a qualification for being used by God to do miracle signs and wonders. Nope, otherwise I never would have had success in this area of my ministry. They said to the blind man again, What do you say about him, because he opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. Verse 18, But the Jews did not believe concerning him, that he had been blind and received his sight, until they called the parents of him who had received his sight. And they asked them, saying, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? Verse 20, His parents answered them and said, We know that this is our son, and that he was born blind. But by what means he now sees, we do not know. Or who opened his eyes, we do not know. He is of age, ask him. He will speak for himself. His parents said these things because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had agreed already that if anyone confessed that he was Christ, he would be put out of the synagogue. Therefore his parents said, He is of age, ask him. What? How did they know that he was the Christ? They didn't even see the miracle, but just recently only heard that it happened. Verse 24, So they again called the man who was blind and said to him, Give God the glory. We know that this man is a sinner. I know, right? Give God the glory. That is exactly what was happening right before their blind eyes. Is it fair to say that religion blinds a person? And what are they saying about themselves by declaring that Jesus is a sinner? How do they know that a sinner or not can perform miracle signs or wonders? They have never seen anything like this. How bad off is humanity that we can stare in the face of God and, as sinners, call him a sinner? Never forget that we are made in his image and it's not the other way around. Another thing that's pretty interesting here is that they themselves, although they accuse Jesus of being a sinner and therefore couldn't do a miracle because he is, did not do any miracles themselves. So the very thing they couldn't do, yet they expected that Jesus was supposed to be able to do, had he been perfect. It's just confusing. It doesn't make any sense. But that's normally how it is when you talk to a religious person. They don't make any sense. Verse 25. He answered and said, Whether he is a sinner or not, I do not know. 
One thing I know, that though I was blind, now I see. Shorter and shorter, maybe the man was trying to find the easiest way to explain it to these blind fellows. Verse 26. Then they said to him again, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? So you see the theme of the message, right? You did not listen. But they want to hear it again. Hearing does not lead to action or a change of belief. Listening does, which is why they were being accused of not listening. Verse 28. Then they reviled him and said, You are his disciple, but we are Moses' disciple. We know that God spoke to Moses. As for this fellow, we do not know where he is from. Finally, they spoke the truth. Well, that's it for today. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, steal, and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of light to shine through into people's lives. Find a seat and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.